0: Welcome back to your soon-to-be-favorite podcast, I'm Angelica, and I'm Kelsey, and this is Here We Grow. off and my whole household is sick so just got a lot of things going on so instead of skipping a week i thought i would jump on here and read you guys some am i the asshole stories just so you have something to listen to next week so pop your he- your headphones in and enjoy before we start with am i the asshole stories i'm not going to leave you without a quote of the week of course um so this is this week's quote of the week People who don't concern themselves with how they make you feel don't truly love or care about you. Now this could be regarding any relationship in your life, but especially romantic relationships. Especially romantic relationships. If your partner does not care or shows you that they don't care about how they make you feel, then how can your relationship ever grow into something worthy? So all in all, just make sure you're in a relationship with someone who truly cares about you. All right, so let's jump into some Am I the Asshole stories. First one up, titled, Am I the Asshole? Family won't allow a small vigil for my deceased mother at Christmas dinner. First and foremost, before I even read this, on brand for Christmas, of course. But also, I don't know if about you guys, but if I hear someone say the word vigil... And they say it like visual. they say visual. that drives me insane. It's vigil, not vigil, Anywho. All right, my mother passed a week before Christmas last year because of her sudden death out of state, and given that she has no direct family except her kids, me and my three siblings, we never had any official service for her. My family in my father's side is restarting a Christmas dinner tradition. That we haven't done in 20 years. We essentially rent out a large event space, big family, and gather for dinner. My mother actually helped me start the first one over 20 years ago, but as the kids grew older, this trailed off, so I was pleasantly surprised to hear my aunts resurrecting this tradition at the same venue all these years later. It was one of my mom's favorite family events, certainly her favorite of the holiday season. I had an idea to request a small table that I could bring a couple framed photos of my mother from earlier years, family dinners, as a small way to pay tribute to her within the context of the larger family. I asked my aunt about this and said, I don't want to make a production or dampen the atmosphere in any way. It's not a funeral. Just carve a small space at the venue that my siblings and I can feel her presence. Also, the family who never had a chance to say goodbye, could write a small message to her or light a candle if they chose. Or they could ignore the small vigil altogether and pretend like it's not there. No pressure either way. The last time we went to this event was with my mother many years ago, so the whole event brings back lots of memories. So my aunt, who organizing, who was organizing, immediately shut the idea down, saying it's not appropriate. She wants the next generation to get to know the aunts and uncles that are still alive and make a lighthearted event for all. That comment right there was already messed up. It took me time to build up the nerve to even ask, and I would have never asked if I thought it would be in poor taste or make the event sad. And my aunt has been very supportive since she's passed, so it really caught me off guard when she so quickly rejected the idea. It hurt that she wouldn't consider it, or maybe even come up with an alternative arrangement that is more acceptable. After all, I thought the holidays were about being together with family and honoring those who are no longer here to celebrate. So why am I missing? So what am I missing? I mean, This event brings back a lot of memories of time with my mother, and without the ability to create a space to honor her. Am I the asshole for not wanting to go anymore? My aunt will allow me to honor my deceased mother during the family Christmas dinner and now I don't feel like even going. Am I the asshole? First thought, no, you're not the asshole. This little table for your mom is not hurting anyone. And the fact that your aunt said, hold on, what was it? She said it wasn't appropriate. She wants the next generation to get to know the aunts and uncles that are still alive. As if a dead person could take the place of the aunt and uncles that are still alive are we serious she edits to add wow thanks for all the thoughtful responses was not expecting the outpouring of comments lots of great points on both sides for clarity this isn't my aunt's party it's a family gathering that she's helping organize so we're all pitching in i really think the best thing is to find a compromise so neither her nor i are the asshole I will respect her wishes, but will find a way to honor my mom in my own way during the event, even if no one else knows it. This event was near and dear to her when we were little, so I can pay respects to that without making it a public thing. See, that's another thing. She said at the beginning her mom helped her organize this first event. Of course we need to honor her. She started the damn tradition. Anyways, um, all right, that's all for that story. Let's go to the next one. Okay, here's a little switch up on the theme. This one is titled Am I the asshole for admitting in front of all my husband's friends that I've never had an orgasm? If you've got little ones listening, turn it off. Recently, my husband's friend's birthday recently was my husband's friend's birthday party. It was a bigger party and all my f- husband's friends and their wives were there, no kids. One woman that I'm friendly with was annoyed with her husband and joked Men, if they didn't get us off, why would we keep them? And she laughed. I awkwardly laughed, but I guess looked uncomfortable. She asked me what was up, and she pointed out that I made a weird face. I said, I've just never had an orgasm before, so I guess I couldn't relate. (laughs) Almost a dozen people looked at me when I said that. It was super awkward. I don't know why she thought that saying that out loud in front of everybody would not draw attention, but... The wife then awkwardly asked, is everything okay down there? And I said, yeah, just never had, one, had anyone try, I guess. Yeah, yeah. For the next 10 minutes, all my husband's friends ter- took turns insulting him in various ways. Many women talked about how they'd never be married to someone who didn't get the job done. My husband made us leave early. When we got home, he lectured me about how I humiliated him. I pointed out that she asked, and I have a tendency to be honest. He's been really upset the the last several days and he keeps saying he can't talk to his friends because now they think badly of him. Am I the asshole for being honest here? Edit. I've bought I brought the issue up countless times in the past. He tells me that it's not important not a big deal that he doesn't get me off. Since it's not that important I just don't see why I have to hide it like there's some kind of dirty secret. Okay. Um Years and years and years ago, it occurred to me that some girls, the way that they're raised, they do not know automatically that your significant other should be, um, able to get you to finish. And if not, then you shouldn't be having sex with that person. Like that's kind of the whole point of the whole situation is for both of you to finish. Um, and it's just polite for the man to wait for the woman to finish before, you know, continuing on. And if you're if you're in a long and serious relationship, your significant other should want you to finish. And if you're having trouble getting to that point, they should want to try to figure out how to get you to that point. It's very immature to me to think that, some like this guy doesn't think it's a big deal that he doesn't get his girl off like he should take that as an insult to himself and he should be working on figuring out how to get her to finish um but it's more common than you think some girls don't know that you're supposed to have an orgasm when you have sex i mean it's literally what it's for so on to the next Okay, the next one is titled, It I the Asshole for Telling My Brother's Girlfriend That He Had a Vasectomy When She Was Telling About Their Plans to Settle Down and Have a Family. My brother, Mark, 40, won the lottery when he was 20. It was $1,000 a week for life. He was young and wanted to travel. He dropped out of school and was, had spent his entire adulthood basically seeing the world. He comes home to visit every few years and we FaceTime with him when he is near a signal. He doesn't travel first class or stay in expensive resorts, so he has actually built up some nice savings. He came home with a girlfriend, Haley, 28, this year. They met when they got stuck in South America during the pandemic. She has been traveling since she graduated from university and she works out of a laptop. I, female 54, live in the same city where I was born. I love it here. I love being close to my parents and my grandchildren and most of my siblings. Mark hated being the youngest of eight and always swore he would not have kids. Our parents were older when they had him and they didn't have the energy for him, truth be told. That's sad. Mark came home when he was 30 and told, told us all that he had a vasectomy and that he would not be contributing to the world population. Haley is a pretty young thing and she is also intelligent and sweet. I can understand why anyone would fall in love with her. We were having a family barbecue to celebrate Mark being in town. There were maybe 30 people in my parents' yard and house. I was talking to Haley about her future plans. Now that the world opened up again, she said that she was ready to settle down and start a family. I asked if they were planning on adopting from one of the countries that they had traveled to, or if they were, if they would try in North America. She said that they had talked about it and would be having at least one of their own. Hmm. This may be where I fucked up. I asked where Mark got his vasectomy reversed or if they were having in vitro fertilization. I know they can harvest sperm from a testicle even after vasectomy. She went very quiet and went over to Mark. They spoke and they left. Mark called me later that night to scream at me for ruining his life. He hadn't told her and he was planning on just continuing to travel and maybe adopt if they decided on it. He said I shared private medical information and that he never wanted to see me again. I apologized over and over. I seriously had no way of knowing he was planning a future with this girl without telling her a pretty big piece of the puzzle might be missing. I feel bad for him, but I thought he should have told her. So, I don't think it was necessarily the sister's place to tell her right there in the middle of the family barbecue. But I could see how she thought that her upstanding brother would be a good guy and tell the truth to the girl that he's seriously dating um and of course, I think that he should have told her that from very early on um if they were talking about settling down I mean that's too late to be talking about Me. so on to the next one. Am I the asshole for telling my ex-husband's mother he was lying about our divorce? Me, 38 female, and my ex, 37 male, got divorced about three years ago. We have two children, nine male and four male, who we share custody of. The divorce was caused by two things. Me finding him in our bed with another woman, and the fact that his reaction upon me kicking her out and getting upset with him was to pick up our nightstand lamp and try to hit me over the head with it. Whew. During the divorce there was a stalking problem I'm not going to get into and we ended up getting court mandated counseling when it started clearly affecting our sons. Counseling ended up helping and after the mandated period was over he decided to find a therapist closer to his home and set up regular sessions. We spent holidays together so that our sons can have their entire family around so with Thanksgiving coming up we all get together and decide to host at my house. While our kids are getting out, some quality, are out getting some quality grandparent time with my parents, me, my brother, my ex, and my mother-in-law are sitting around and chatting to relax a bit, and the conversation turns from holiday season to our sons and to our divorce. My mother-in-law mentions that it's nice seeing us still being civil instead of at each other's throats, and ex mentions that talking about it helped. I initially think he's talking about therapy, as I'm sure anyone would. But then he starts talking about it further. According to him, we just didn't mesh well together as spouses, and we both grew miserable in the relationship. When he saw it was upsetting our sons, he took it upon himself to start the discussion. After a very long and difficult conversation, we both decided divorce is the best option. He then tells his mother that he was lucky our talk had been peaceful instead of a mess like online stories. (laughs) And now there's, and now this is their online story. (laughs) I admittedly wasn't thinking and mentioned how I wouldn't say cheating on me and then trying to knock me out was peaceful, but that I was glad he had such an optimistic view of it. His mother lost it on him a bit while me and my brother just dipped out for a bit. And afterwards, my ex pulled me aside to tell me that it wasn't right for me to tell his mom about what happened and air his dirty laundry. I'm calling bullshit already that he had apologized and changed and was still actively trying to get better. And that it hurt to know I was still upset with him over a mistake that happened years ago. My brother said that he understood where I was coming from and agrees with me, but that, that, that it was a dick, a bit of a dick move to tell his mom during a holiday instead of simply pulling him aside and talking to him about it, especially since we'd all been under the same roof for a few days. No one told my parents or the kids what happened when they finally got back, but I'm not naive enough to believe that they haven't noticed that something had happened. Uh, Okay. So, first and foremost, I don't feel any sympathy for the dad, for the ex-husband at all, because you were a shitty person when you were doing the things that you did. And while I don't think she really needed to say anything... I can understand her feeling like she needed to defend herself and tell his mother who he truly is because if not, she would just continue to enable his behavior. All right, we're going to move on to the next one. Am I the asshole for refusing to weigh myself in front of my partner? Backstory. I female and fiance male have broken up over this. Need some impartial opinions. If I'm the asshole, I'm very insecure about my weight and I put on over ten kilograms through COVID. That's like twenty two pounds, I think. Work, stress, and grief. I received an ultimatum in July from my fiance that if I didn't lose four kilograms which is like ten pounds by my birthday yesterday, the wedding at the end of this year is off and demanded to know what my starting weight was. Oof, this is already really messy. I was really distressed, sad by this by this, at this time, of course, what I was really distressed, sad by this, at the time of the request that I couldn't even engage with him for a week. I even saw a psychologist it. I eventually cracked and told him seventy six kilograms, which is sorry. 167 pounds which is yeah uh we don't live together i work really hard and lose five kilograms in about five weeks today was my birthday the weigh-in day he came over to visit first thing in the morning i want to get this over with still upset my by the whole experience and i stood on the scale in my pjs with my weight coming in at just over 70 kilograms which he looks at and verbalizes he weighs himself, then asks me to come back and re-weigh myself in front of him without any clothes on. I refuse. The reasoning was that I already felt humiliated and I was mentally only prepared to do it once, which, is, which in my mind I did. He thinks I'm the asshole because I refused to do something that was important to him. I think he's the asshole for making me go through this experience. I texted a single trusted friend who gave me some reassuring words, essentially that I'm not crazy and that this isn't my fault which I shared with him, not saying who the friend was. He thinks that is not, he thinks that is not impartial and I'm bad-mouthing him. My broke, we broke up over my refusal to re-weigh myself in front of him without clothes on. I know people are impartial, the internet. Am I being unreasonable, the, a- the asshole in not doing something that was important to him? Am I f- the asshole for refusing to weigh myself in front of my partner? First comment. The actual fuck. You really dodged a bullet, OP. I hope you see you deserve so much better than this absolute piece of shit. This guy is abusive. Keep him away from you. And please consider talking to a therapist to unpack why you didn't kick him to the curb the moment he issued this abusive ultimatum. Offensive ultimatum. You deserve better than someone who treats you like that. I will always stand on this hill. That your partner cannot, should not, and will not dictate how you control your body in any way. How you eat, how you exercise, how you dress. If they are not comfortable with the way that you are, they can leave. They cannot hold you to some standard that they have. is absolutely despicable. The fact that he doesn't understand why it's inappropriate to ask her to even be a certain way before their wedding already tells you too much. Already tells you exactly what you need to know about this guy. So, yes, I agree with the commenter. She dodged a bullet with that guy. All right, let's go to the next one. All right. I have a feeling I'm going to have some feelings about this one. The title reads, Am I the asshole for having my mom come over so I could take a shower while she watches my newborn? My husband and I had a baby two weeks ago. She is strictly breastfed and not only does she cluster feed, but she also just finds comfort in being close to me. If you're not a parent or have never breastfed and you don't know what cluster feeding means, actually it's not even really breastfeeding, but some newborns during stages, they will cluster feed, which is like They'll eat, they'll drink smaller amounts and then we'll have to eat more frequently. So it really causes a lot of lack of sleep and a lot of frustration because they should just be drinking more and holding them over for a longer period of time, but they're not doing that. But it's just a normal newborn thing. Therefore, there's not much I can do without her. And more often than not, I'm completely okay with that. But one thing is one But the one thing this does mean is that I don't get to shower by myself. I've showered once by myself since having her and it only lasted long enough for me to soap up before she was crying and my husband was bringing her into me. I think I literally had all of two to three minutes. With that said, my husband, of course, hasn't had to change his life around at all. Every day and nearly every night, he is taking 30 to 60 minute uninterrupted showers. That would upset me. He doesn't understand the frustration I get whenever he showers. That's the only thing that bothers me. I want to shower. I want to sit under the water and relax my muscles. But like I said, every time I attempt it, the baby starts crying and he brings her in to the shower with me instead of trying to calm her down himself. And he says it's because he knows that showers calm her down and he doesn't like her crying. He feels bad. Like it nearly makes him cry whenever she does. I will say when I first had Cash, the only thing that made me feel like myself was taking a shower like the act of rejuvenating myself with a hot like scolding shower i would feel like myself again after that shower and so i can understand her her need for this so i get to this thought process but it feels like so i get his thought process but it feels like a cop-out at the same time so i called my mom and asked her to come watch the baby so I could shower and shave my legs because I've literally been attempting to shave my legs for five days now. And it's all patchy because I keep having the baby handed off to me. I need the, I need to self-care. My husband has was home when I asked my mom to come by. I didn't tell him. She shows up and takes the baby and I go to shower. My husband comes in at some point and asks why my mom is here. And I tell him I asked her to come by so I could shower without the baby being handed off to me. He says, I could have watched her. Why would Why would you do that? so i said every time you watch her while i shower she ends up in here with me within two minutes of me being in here because you don't even try to calm her down now he thinks i'm being an asshole because i never told him to keep the baby out of the shower despite me specifically saying i want to relax and self-care multiple times am i the asshole he says i've now made him look bad to my mom okay this one's definitely not black and white I totally understand where this mom is coming from because once again, it's hard to feel like yourself or to feel comfortable in your own body if you can't even take a shower. Um, So I will say that I agree with her on most of this. I do think there is a little bit of a lack of communication, but if you're, if you have a newborn and you're, the newborn's only two weeks old, you're not getting a lot of sleep, probably the husband's not getting a lot of sleep either which he probably is getting more sleep than her but if neither of you are really getting a lot of sleep then there's going to be a lack of communication there's going to be like a barrier there and i think really that's all this was It was just a little bit of a rational um, miscommunication i do think he should have known not to bring the baby to the shower and to try to allow the mom to have more time in the shower and try to hold off the baby as long as he possibly could instead of just immediately bringing her in there um, But yeah, let's see if there's any good comments. Okay, so this comment says, Not the asshole. Husband wasn't being thoughtful. You found a way around it. And now even knowing how hard it's been for you, he's still not actually concerned about you. He's worried about how he looks to your mom. Which makes him an even bigger asshole. Is it possible to lock the bathroom door when you take a shower for the times your mom can't come over? (laughs) And this says, If according to hubby, showers calm her down why isn't he taking her on his 30 to 60 minute showers per his logic those would be super calming for her (laughs) all right on to the next one all right this one is titled am i the asshole for telling my husband if he fights for custody of his kids i will divorce him i 27 female am vehemently child free i am sterilized and have no intention of having or caring for any child I married my husband, 33 male, last year and did not know he had any children until five days ago. Wow. That's not where I was expecting this to start. I, traveled for work. I travel for work, work for myself, and have amazing pay for very few active working hours. I am a honeymoon planner, owning my own business. That sounds like a dream. We have a joint account for bills and our own separate accounts for savings and fun money. My husband sat me down five days ago and told me that he hasn't been completely honest with me and revealed he has two children, 10 male and 7 female. He pays regular child support, however, it dips into his fun money and he wants to be able to have fun like I am, so he said he would fight for 50 50 custody. I was curious he had lied to me. I'm sorry, I was furious that he had lied to me and was even more angry. When he told me he wanted 50-50. He works 12 to 16 hour shifts as a nurse. And that would mean that I would have to take care of the children when I'm not working. Or are working from home. I told him if he fights for custody, I will leave him. Okay, okay, let me just stop here. You should already be leaving him for not being honest about the fact that he has children? Are you kidding me? You should already be leaving him for the fact that he was not honest about having children and probably damn well knowing that you don't ever want children are you kidding me the question shouldn't be whether or not he fights for custody of his kids the question should be i'm leaving because you didn't tell me the truth about a huge life thing all right we'll see if this has any more information we have a prenup, so a divorce will be rather simple. I get 100% of my business, all of my savings and fund money, and the house as I inherited it from my grandmother. See, look, you ain't got nothing to lose. Just leave that dude. He called me an asshole and told me I should step up so that he could have more money in his savings and her fun. And because the kids won't be much hassle due to their ages. So am I the asshole for telling him I will divorce him if he goes through with his filing for custody? Wow. Edit to update. Thank you all so much for helping me with the situation. I knew his lies were enough for a reason to divorce mine and proud to announce soon to be ex. I just didn't know if divorcing him with the kids in the mix would make me an asshole, especially because he works so much. He has since vacated my house. I have spoken to my lawyer and am filing for an annulment. I can because he married me in an act of fraud. The AMA protects me as it was a fraudulent marriage. Thank you all once again. That's great. I'm glad she's skedaddling. All right, on to the next. All right, this one's titled "Am I the asshole for punching my ex-husband, my ex's husband, after he made a hurtful sexual comment about my daughter? My ex and I split up when my daughter, Sarah, 14, was four. My ex." has been married to her husband, Sean, for almost three years. I have my daughter four days out of the week due to her mother's work schedule. I don't like Sean. He's always gave me a weird vibe. My daughter and I are very close. Sarah wanted to go to the movies with some friends, then to a friend's house. Boys were going to be there. I told her to be on the lookout and to call me if she got uncomfortable. This conversation went on while we were at her mom's and I was picking her up. Sean was in the room and said, why are you worried? She doesn't even have boobs yet. My daughter is already self-conscious and has asked me to buy her padded bras to fit in with her friends. Sarah went mute and ran upstairs. I asked him why he would say that about a 14-year-old. He said he was saying the truth and that she was safe from the boys. I just got filled with rage and my hands moved before before I had a thought process and punched him. My ex kicked me out made me wait in the car for sarah later that night my ex texted me saying i need to apologize to sean he may have to go to the hospital because his nose is bruised pretty bad and that sean was only joking around and i let my temper get out of control i just felt as though he was sexualizing my daughter and also put her down too because it is something she is very self-conscious about am i the asshole Ooh, no you're not the asshole maybe you shouldn't have punched him but you stood up for her daughter and that's what she needs in the world is, is, is men standing up for her, especially her father. And that will show her that she has the right to choose how to be treated by other men. And so I was totally by making this comment. He should not even be talking about any of her body parts, let alone her boobs. And the fact that he noticed she doesn't have boobs is a little concerning to me. Uh, it's exact exactly situations like this where parents need to be overly hyper-vigilant about step-parents. Because, who knows, maybe the step-parent is already hurting her in some way. There's stories about it all the time, y'all. You gotta watch out for your kids. And even with other kids. Just saying. Alright, on to the next one. Am I the asshole for kicking my family out after they made my son cry for being gay? My 37 male, 15-year-old son is gay. My wife and I are fully supportive of him. I thought my family was too, but now I doubt that. They have been staying at my house for a few days since it's been a little while since we've seen each other in person. Everything was going great until yesterday. I was out running errands when my son called me crying and asked me to come home. I asked what was wrong and he said he would tell me when I got home. I rushed home and my son was in his room crying. I was so worried... And asked him what was wrong he told me that i was while i was gone my parents kept telling him that he needs to find a girl to date, and how it's wrong for him to be attracted to boys oh that really pissed me off not only did they basically tell my son not to be gay but they did it behind my back i confronted my family about it and they admitted it they said they just want what's best for my son and how can he find someone like my wife I really didn't appreciate that comment, and we argued over it, and I ended up asking them to leave. They stormed out and now keep calling me and calling me a jerk. I'm conflicted. I really think I was in the right as I was defending my son, but their reactions are making me worry that I overreacted. Am I the asshole? First comment, not the asshole. You stood up for your son. You showed him how to be a good parent, and one day if he chooses to be a father, he will remember this example. That's kind of what I was going to say just like in the last story you're showing your child that you will stand up for them when it's right when it's the right thing to do and it shows your child how to stand up for making sure that people treat them correctly and that could be anybody not just in an intimate relationship Oof, that one just gives me chills because it's so upsetting all right, the next one. All right, let's do two more. This one's titled "I'm the asshole for forwarding my husband's group text messages to our boss and HR." Oof. My husband, 36, female. I'm sorry. My 36, female husband, 39, male, and I are likely divorcing. Excuse me. We've been married seven years, and a year and a year and two months ago, I gave birth to our daughter. My husband and I work at the same company and at the same department. Until very recently, I worked as an administrative assistant there while my husband is a marketing associate. I was recently promoted to marketing analyst, which is one step below associate. My husband was part of an all-male friend group in the department that I believe has helped him at work. His friend group includes a VP of marketing who we call Ted. Ted's boss is the senior VP of marketing, Allison. I actually got to know Allison because I used to volunteer at the same school she sent her kids to. I know enough about her to know she hates people who disparage moms. For about a year after I gave birth, I was focused on getting myself back on track health-wise and professionally. However, my husband started getting distant after about month six. Every day it was no conversation, but you can't do anything sexually and him bothering me for BJ's. None of my my accomplishments seemed to matter to my husband because he just wanted sex. He fell asleep one day before his his phone turned off. I saw a host of notifications and then discovered a text thread between him and three work buddies complaining about his apparently frigid wife. I saw responses where everyone sympathized with him, saying they hope he gets sex soon. And then one coworker writes, at some point she needs to just lay back and let you do what you need to do and get overdoing it. Not PC but true. Ugh, that just makes me want to throw up. Ted liked that text. Then Ted responds. She's ruining your family. Maybe tell her that and she'll come to her senses. My wife did. This leads advice on ways This leads advice on ways to emotionally guilt me. I was furious and started taking screenshots. I was slightly drunk, and when I told my sister, she said she, she said since he participated in using our electronics, just send it to Allison via his phone, because she would know what kind of people is handling company PR. So I did, without any message explaining it, and then also sent a formal email to HR. I then leave the house. The next day, all hell breaks loose. My husband's group chat gets notices for meetings with HR. My husband tells me to stay away and that a good wife would have kept it quiet. Now the dust has settled and Allison made it clear she was narrowly outvoted when pushing for his termination. The guy who wrote the just lay back was fired. Ted was suspended without pay, but reinstated. My husband was suspended, reprimanded, and moved to a different team because Ted doesn't want to work with him. He claims what hurts most is that co-workers avoid him. My husband refuses to talk to me. Never did he acknowledge how the text would have made me feel. Instead saying I was snooping. It was private. At this point, I know we are headed for divorce. And I feel drained and humiliated over this over the, his text. Am I the asshole? Did I take it too far? He didn't get fired. No, he didn't take too far. <laughs> you showed all the people who were cheering him on exactly the type of person he was. Uh, let's see. This comment says, he got mad at her because he wanted to keep things private? Like the privacy of the sex life between a husband and wife? What kind of private? Such a hypocrite. Yeah, this guy was obviously an asshole. The the text that said she should just lay back and let you do your thing literally rapey vibes. I'm not even going to entertain that. All right, let's move on to the last story. Alright, this last one seems like it might be a little heavy. Uh, This is a trigger warning for miscarriage. Am I the asshole for arguing with my husband because he left me at home while I was miscarrying? Wednesday, I got devastating news at my prenatal appointment that our baby had no heartbeat at 11 weeks. This is our second pregnancy loss and I am distraught. My doctor advised me to go home and rest and let my body naturally release all the pregnancy contents, which took two days to begin. Friday afternoon, the pain started to kick in and it increased. My husband had previous plans of going to his friend's house for dinner, but I felt like he should have stayed home with me and supported me through this. The pain was so intense, I was in tears and couldn't comfortably walk or sit. He bought me some ibuprofen and said he would call to check on me, but I felt that wasn't enough. My mom offered to come over and nurture me, but I declined because I wanted him to be by my side. After four hours of no word from him, I exploded since he hadn't been back yet. Now we are talking divorce. Am I the asshole? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. He helped you make that baby and while knowledge that maybe him wanting to still go to his friend's house was a coping mechanism of his to try to avoid the situation, he should be by your side for every last tear. Because he helped make make that baby too. And you shouldn't have to go through that alone. He shouldn't want you to go through that alone. First comment says, not the asshole. I decided to divorce my ex-husband because he went to watch a movie we had seen three times with his brother and cousin while I was miscarrying. Do not blame you a bit. That was the end of everything for me. And then the next one said, there's actually specific medical advice to say that you shouldn't be alone when miscarrying due to the risk of hemorrhage. So he really didn't even care about your physical well-being to me completely honest all right guys i hope you enjoyed those stories i hope that was um, a little something to make up for not having angelica this week and not having a full episode we appreciate you we love you go check out the merch store i'm gonna be adding some new stuff soon so hopefully you guys like it and we'll see y'all next week bye